Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Bucket List Careers number 100. Woo. I'm Crystal Laurie, and this is a special episode, of course, to celebrate and commemorate this milestone in my podcasting journey. Thank you for joining me. Cannot believe we are here. I really had no idea how this pandemic project would pan out. Entering the podcasting landscape after years as a TV reporter, anchor, doing all of that to make a big change like this was really a bit frightening, but so rewarding. I had no idea how exhilarating it would feel to create content like this. 100 episodes with such an amazing variety of rock stars, career pivoters who come on the show with me to share their aha moments, their wisdom, and actionable takeaways you can use for launching dream jobs. And this has been a dreamy gig for me as well, without question. So what are we doing today and how can we capture the right vibe here? I've done solo episodes here and there over the last several months that delve into topics that seem apropos of the moment. And I took some time to consider what makes the most sense for this. Some podcasters will reflect on what they've learned. 100 episodes in makes a lot of sense. Some will read reviews and opine on what that means to a host. And by the way, reviews do stick with us and mean so much. I've also heard hosts take the opportunity to turn the tables and collaborate with another interviewer to be interviewed. And I like this idea for a future episode, but what I landed on for today is a collection of the best snippets from past conversations all rolled into one neat package for you. The best nuggets, one after the other. And before we dive into that, just wanted to say something quickly about our new merchandise that's on the website. If you haven't noticed it, we launched just in time to celebrate this milestone. So pick up one of the Bucket List Careers t-shirts when you have a moment. And a reminder, if you miss this, we're running a giveaway contest. You can win a brand new pair of AirPods Pro if you share on social media a picture of yourself wearing your snazzy new BLC merch, tagging us, of course. You can find more details on all of this on our Bucket List Careers platforms. And if you have any questions, be sure to DM me about it. All right, let's do this now. Some of our very best Bucket List Careers moments since we launched the show in January of 2021. Hope you enjoy. The illusion of certainty is just that. It's just an illusion. Nothing is guaranteed. This business could disappear at any moment. My family could disappear. The people I love could go away. So I was had this idea of I've been playing conservative to hold on and create an artificial sense of certainty. That's not real. So I was like, okay, first, let me come to terms with the fact that there is no certainty in the future. And what am I doing playing conservatively? First of all, like, what am I trying to achieve? Do I want to just be the guy that played it safe? No way. That's not my nature. My nature is go big, push to the edge, learn something about yourself. Number two, I kind of realized if the whole world goes to zero, we're going to go bankrupt anyway. I might as well not optimize for failure. I should optimize for maybe the world turns and private jets become a big thing. If I'm right on that, we go big. It didn't feel risky. It felt like I don't have a choice. When I play out every scenario, the only option that makes sense is to try to grow right now. You must feel like you're kind of paving the way. Talk about how important that is. I think it's important personally. It's very important. I have a lot of respect for male DJs. Like I said, they were what inspired me. My teacher at Scratch Academy was a male DJ, one of the best in New York City. I went on to discover after I became a DJ that there are very few of us that are women. 
And there are very few of us that are moms. There are plenty of gorgeous female DJs in New York City and in LA and in Vegas that are doing it in bikinis and they're killing it. I mean, these girls are so talented and they're so hot. I look at them in awe and I respect them, but I'll never be them. I know that my brand is a little more mature and sophisticated. The mom DJs, we're a small bunch and I have a lot of respect for mom DJs. I think we bring something very different to the table, right? We, we bring that element of patience and knowledge of music. If I want something, you know, it's not a seat of the pants type of thought. When I decided to go to medical school, I sat down, I talked with my wife and my family. We came up with a plan. It took several years of me going to pre-medical classes at night or early in the morning and working my way towards that while working on my business. So I would tell people to start with a plan in mind and a framework and don't give up on that. Go back and look at it every once in a while and figure out what steps you need to take next to make this goal that you have happen. The days where things don't go well and I think, oh goodness, are we going to be around in five, 10 years? It really isn't the idea of a payout, of a paycheck, of a big paycheck at the end of this. What strikes me when I am most reflective is I want my children to see how hard I'm working. Mm -hmm. I want my children to see the persistence that I get back up and I keep going. My dream would be to build something that is a legacy that I can say I created that wherever it goes and whether I'm involved or not down the road, but that, you know, we solved a problem and we built something that lasts. When I was younger, I used to say that my biggest fear was to grow old and be on my deathbed and say, I never missed a day of work. Like that, that was the best thing that I, you know, I mean, I, I have a strong work ethic and there's nothing wrong with never missing a day of work, but my biggest fear was to just live a life that in a career that wasn't what I was passionate about. So I've always pursued my passion, but it's never been about the money. I made more money as an attorney than I make as a washing maker easily, but I wouldn't go back to that at all. I, I, I'm doing what I love. And to me, that's way more valuable than the dollars in the bank account. The thing that I would encourage people to do, I was very timid mm -hmm. because I thought, you know, I don't want to put my recipes out there because I'm not a professional photographer. They don't look perfect. I don't always catch every step because it's just me in the kitchen. It's not like I have someone running around filming me. Right. So I would just encourage people to just put it out there. If you want people to see your food and if you want people to experience your recipes with you, don't worry if it's not perfect. I had a mentor years and years ago tell me that like 85% is okay because I think so many of us, <laughs> you know, we're hesitant to put our work out there unless it's perfect. Totally. But just put it out there. If you like it, someone else will too. Somebody else will appreciate it. I just kind of made a pact with myself that clearly my body's going to do and this cancer is going to do whatever it wants. So mentally I have to be able to do what I want. And I really started to set these non-negotiables with myself in terms of, making sure that whatever I could control, I was getting done on a daily basis. And it's really, it's helped. I've been in a lot of bad places because my medicine hasn't worked or my medicine stops working or the hormonal changes take over. Right. I kind of spiral out of control. Being able to always go back to these two or three things has very much helped me stay present. What are those two or three things? Is, is that just something like a mantra or like an affirmation? So I actually call them my four G's. Grind, grit, grace, and gratitude. Oh, I'm so glad I asked this question. <laughs> <laughs>
getting burned out and rage quitting mm. comes when you try to do too much too soon. Like you try, you start and you get a little momentum and you're like, I'm going to be the most popular podcast ever. <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. Right. And then you get depressed and quit. Rage quitting. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And same with monetization. You try to do something, maybe you make a Patreon or you try to get sponsors and like, you know, no one joins it or like nobody wants to sponsor you. They ignore your emails. It gets easy to get really defeated. Your employer is probably more scared of the future than you are. Getting fired is about fit. It's really about finding your fit. In realizing that, I came up with a framework around how to pivot your career, how to reinvent your career, how to upgrade your career, because all of us really at every age, but particularly for people over 50 who kind of grew up in a more stable environment, need to understand how to take the bull by the horns, go into the COO's office like I did and chart their own career. But it didn't matter to me, actually, if I was making that much money or how much money I was really making at photography because I loved it so much and because I guess it fed me in so many other ways. And then once I stopped taking production work, it's a scary moment to make that leap and just say, okay, I'm going to stop and focus on this one thing. I remember before I even told my mom about it, seeing her for lunch one day, and she said, oh, you look so different. You look like five years of weight or just lifted off your shoulders. Well, let me tell you why, you know. Even though I'm vastly healthier than, than I was, I still have chronic pain. I still have this desire to contribute to the world, but I can't work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Realizing and looking back, I had picked all of these careers that literally are like 60, 70, 80 hour a week careers. Like if you're actually, yeah. you know, really successful at it, like law, acting, being a founder, CEO, all of these things. And I thought, well, that's just crazy making. Like, what are you doing? So <laughs> what's something that I could actually do in a shorter amount of time that I really believe in and that would put some good into the world? And a friend of mine called me one day and she was really going through it. And she said, I really trust you. I've had friends tell me to contact a therapist, but you're the person I want to talk to. I recommend having a plan because I think you don't get in the car for a road trip and say, let's just start driving. I wonder where we'll wind up. Fair enough. Having a plan helps. Should it be 40 or 50 pages? Probably not. Should you spend weeks doing it? No. My advice was, Spend about two weeks, maybe about 10 hours, talk to some people, think, think through it, and start and adjust the plan as you go. Eisenhower said, plans are worthless. Planning is everything. Right. But then there are some people, you really need that plan. They're not comfortable jumping without the plan. Others just say, I'll figure it out as I go. And it really slows me down. So yeah. you know you, you know what works for you. If you think you're ready, but you're not sure, start talking to people, start talking to other women who've done this, because we always say like, if you can't see it, you can't be it. So there's plenty of women we profile on our website too, that have made the change. And then it can kind of get your wheels spinning and saying like, okay, if they can do it, I can do this. You know, I am. Yeah, and sometimes you can plan for a change that's not going to happen right now. We've worked with some women that were like, you know what? I want to plan now. I need a good another three to five year run where I'm working now, but I want to start planning now. When women take a leap, they do have to leave that, that last chapter behind. And it's really hard sometimes because they've invested so much time and energy and resources right. into being that thing. 
But if you switch your mindset to be about growth mindset so that we're always adapting and learning and growing, Mm -hmm. and if you can have that mindset in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond, then you will always look at new opportunities and new possibilities as something that can help you stay energized around your career. You need to get really clear on like why you want to make a change because sometimes people come to us They think they're ready, actually, to make a complete 360. And then they go through the process with us and they say like, oh, I can tweak my role this way or that way. And I can find how I can be happy, maybe, you know, in my current organization. So it's not always that people come to us with like a wholesale change. Yeah. But it's really this like this reflection and this time of like, why do I want to make a change? Is this the time? Am I like financially stable? Do I have support? If I don't have support, can I get support? It's a daunting process to do on your own. If you're in a job and and you're not enjoying it as much, can you change that job? Can you gravitate more towards your unique talents? Can you have more conversation to get more fulfillment? You have to do the work. The work is on you, but maybe you need a little help. Or maybe there's somebody in your business that can help you as a mentor, guide you more to where it's speaking to you. And it's true. You deserve it, though. I believe people deserve that. So to constantly look and do the work and look inside, it's not just going to happen. I'll say that. No. It is not just going to happen. I just decided to reach within myself and find the courage and use that courage. I was always scared to put myself out there. I was scared about what people thought. But then out of the blue, I decided to start my own Instagram account and post painting every day. No matter what people thought, I just decided to not think about it and just do it. And from there on, like everything came together, I started saying verbally out loud, I am an artist. And then I started to believe it. And then I started to get offers in my community for commissions. And before you know it, everything fell in place. I feel like I'm, I'm working for myself and having that entrepreneurial side. Yes. You get what you give it is really satisfying. I think a lot of people, that first move and, and having a leap of faith in yourself to do that is is a hard decision for anyone to do. And a lot of times, I think second careers are driven by necessity rather than whimsy. And there was that element for my decision too. I, I had to be honest, introspective with myself. I'm like, you know what? You're not enjoying this. Why go through middle age? Just carrying on like this. You've got one life. Do something that you enjoy and you can be successful at and have the confidence and courage of your convictions to kind of take that leap of faith in yourself. What would I like to change? What would I prefer? Now you're putting your car in drive or at least out of park. Because if you keep looking at what you want that you don't have, what you want that you don't have, or what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, you get more of what's missing and you never get to your bucket list dream job or career. Sometimes we have to really look at, and even ourselves, what we think of ourselves. That was probably my largest obstacle is letting go of what I thought meant success Mm -hmm. and realizing, I mean, Krista, I'm so much happier. My coffee tastes better. My husband's cuter. (laughs) Like my kids and I have more fun. Everything is better. Yes. Colors are brighter. I know what you mean. It's a different lens, maybe. It's a different lens. I don't have the executive title anymore. And I may not have the paycheck that goes with that. I wouldn't trade it in a million years for what I have now. I generally thank you, my listeners, at the end of each episode for being with me. And on this day, with 100 episodes to celebrate, I love saying that out loud, I want you to know I am beyond grateful that you're joining me on this journey. Let's keep doing this. 
a new guest next week for you. His name is Brian Shimmerlick, founder of Vango Labs. I've actually interviewed him before when I was a reporter out on Long Island and hosting that business news show. They won a deal on Shark Tank, and you'll really find it interesting how he pivoted and transformed the business model to take it to a new, more profitable place. Be sure to share, write a review, and join in the Bucket List Careers conversations on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you like to hang out, any of those platforms. I look forward to connecting with you. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.